To be fair, you can pretty much just cut the entire first part of that. <laughs> you didn't really talk about anything. So, oh, no. <laughs> it kind of works in your favour. Well done, we just lost half an hour of running <laughs> Of nothing. Literally nothing. Let's talk about America. Let's do that, yes. So, we are recording this on January 9th. Um, mm-hmm. when what, what what's happened? What's happened? <laughs> what's happened, Rob? That's what a, went wrong? That's a big question. <laughs> what happened? Oh my god! Yeah. So I don't know. I went to what? Ha- well, the other day I went to because we we was going to do the uh, co- cover the Georgia runoffs, weren't we? As the yeah. Third part of this amazing trilogy of US bonus election video, uh, podcast. Yeah. So I went to go check the bonus runoffs election. and it was like attempted coup. And I'm like, Wait, what? what? <laughs> like, <laughs> I suspected just like some like, yeah, Democrats won and people aren't happy and normal bureau- no. bureaucracy, boring stuff. And then it's just, <laughs> wow. So. I actually think we should talk about Georgia first. Yeah. Because um, that's still amazing. Um, so, yeah, some crazy stuff still happened with that too, yes. Yeah, I mean, but it's good stuff, <laughs> at least. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to look up the actual results. Uh, who was that... Um... That Republican that lost that 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 lady. Oh, um, she was running against uh, Raphael. Yeah, and she's like Kelly uh, Loeffler. Kelly Loeffler. Yeah, and she's like. Well, um, I watched some of the debate between them, uh, like Raphael and Kelly. Um, or I I guess I should say. Warnock and Loeffler um, and she was just saying uh, the left wing media bias, the left wing media lies, you know that type of stuff which is it's that's one of the reasons why I sent you the interview of um, Jim Cramer and John Stewart is because could you imagine what would have happened if she had had that type of scrutiny there yeah, yeah. Like, how amazing would that have been if they had just been like, oh, already, you haven't said that. Well, here's a video of you saying it. Now, here's a video of you saying something worse. Now, here's a video of this. Like, that would be the best thing that could happen in these... I think they should do it now as part of the debates, is they should just have a video record, like, booth. You know how they have the fucking... The, you know how they have the hawk's eye in cricket? Where, like, if the umpire or the, the person can't make a decision... Is it umpire in cricket? Yeah, it's an umpire in cricket, yeah. Yeah. They, they go to a third party who's like, Oh, no, that definitely didn't happen. That did happen. Like, you need to find a basis of truth. Yeah. Although, how yeah. long How long before, if, if they start doing that, how long before um, the Republicans or whichever side it is start saying... Oh, you're editing the video. You're cutting out of context. Oh, I was oh. just about to say that. How long before it's like, 
or even like not people saying it, people actually doing it. It's actually like turns out that people had been editing the videos and like, none of it's true. Oh yeah, oh that'd be awful. That uh, deep fake sort of technology thing. Yeah, that's weird. I don't like deep fake stuff. I Have you uh, seen some of it? Oh, it's awful. There was. Do you know KSI? Yeah. Um, on his Reddit, they keep on putting him as the char- the black character in movies. So you've got like KSI as Black Panther. <laughs> what? I know. Oh, the internet's such a weird, weird place, isn't it? Very weird. I mean, he likes it, so cool, but yeah. very weird. I saw when I they was they... testing it, they was like doing... Um... Obama like impersonations when it's first testing it to show like how it could be used in the future. Yeah, that's not good. Which is not good, no. It, it, I mean, it just completely destroys the notion of like video evidence. Yeah, but this is Which arguments is like... against the thing that we wanted, Scott, and we want this. <laughs> so disregard that, yeah. people. That isn't going to happen. Well, that's, <laughs> that's not going to happen for a while. All right, we can still have this for like a couple of years. Before. Good luck, mate. They went mental when it was when it got implemented into football, didn't they? Do you remember that? Well, yeah, but that's that's football hooligans. Hopefully, I mean, I've seen what Americans have done um, this week, but normally they are better than football hooligans in terms of their peaceful <laughs> nature. Normally, yeah. Normally, I mean, yeah. yeah. Normally, I mean, who's that's actually actually that's quite a good thing. Who's more racist, football hooligans or Americans? <laughs> oh, Trump supporters. Um... No, no, not just Trump supporters, Americans. <laughs> just generally Americans. Because not all football hooligans are racist, but a significant portion are. Yeah, a significant portion of them are. That is a whole episode for one day, Scott. The football <laughs> hooligans of England, do not it? No, football hooligans versus Americans. <laughs> We'll see which ones are like. It would win in a fight, the football hooligans for sure. Yeah, definitely the football hooligans. You're going to get a Chelsea smile. <laughs> you know, the Russian football hooligans were literally like training for like um, when it was the World Cup to like what? fight. And, uh, yeah, the Russian ones were tra- before the Russian World Cup, they were training in like boot camps. Well, the hooligans. And, like, yeah, and boot camps and like training in martial arts and that. Ready to fight when this when when the football started, because the Russian fans and the English fans are like crazy. Oh man! Yeah, one yeah. time it was, there was a match in uh, France and Paris, and it was just mental all the hooliganism. Like all yeah. like rush. It's crazy. Like when the England people go to games and that, like they have to go be escorted, don't they, and things like that. Well, yeah. But that's to be fair. That's the that's the same for most big sports, isn't it? Not really. Like if you if if you especially football or for example two two teams in England that don't like each other, (laughs) (laughs) Man Uh, City and Man United. You the fan especially if they're from different towns and have to travel to the next place, they will be escorted from the train station to the grounds and escorted back, and have to be given a specific pub and not allowed to leave that pub and everything like that because otherwise they would just beat the crap out of each other. Yeah. Very weird. I don't know what it is about football that brings out like the stupid, yeah, the stupid of people. But apparently, American politics does the same thing. 
Which is what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. We'll go, we'll go back to See that. See that segue? Segue! <laughs> so, yeah. So, the Georgia runoffs first. So, essentially, Georgia had uh, two runoff elections. Uh, one was Warnock, or, yeah, Warnock versus Loeffler. The other one was... Remember it's Ossoff? Because those are the two. The one it was Ossoff and... Um, well, have you heard some of the stuff about Kelly Loeffler? Uh, I I saw her in an in uh, in the in the debate, and it wasn't great. Oh no! Like, like she should be going to jail realistically for insider trading. Oh yeah, yeah, I I saw that in the debate. I didn't because I don't believe what anyone says in a debate anymore because they're all liars. Um, but he was saying about how she had embezzled like tens of millions of pounds, tens of millions of dollars, and all this stuff. So yeah, I have seen a little bit about that. So what 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 happened was before the. Oh, actually, I think I know. I know. I know. It was the before coronavirus, wasn't it? Yeah. She was she... part of a. She dropped all like loads of stock. Because she knew that it was coming. This is the the crazy part, right? So she did that. Yeah. Two point one million people still voted for her. I know. I know. It's just mental, isn't it? That is a bit. Why is she allowed to run? Why is she running? Like The way that she did it was just by saying it's left-wing media lies. Why is she even allowed to run? She shouldn't be allowed to run. Yeah. Um, she's probably going for one of those pardons, though. <laughs> Which we'll talk about in a bit. Yeah. That is a bit mad. Yeah, not good. Yeah, so we've got, in terms of the... Um, the actual election runoffs we've got Raphael uh, actually is that how you say it Raphael R-A-P-H-A-E-L yeah Raphael Raphael Warnock versus Kelly Loeffler uh, then you've got John Orsoff versus David Perdue um, and the, the sort of the, the background of it is that in the election on Whenever it was, I can't even remember. What was the election? What, the presidential election? Yeah. November 4th. On November 4th, um, the the Senate was also voted on, or at least a portion of it was, I don't know. Is it the Senate that's got six-year terms? Scott, this is your area of expertise. Yeah, so the Senate has six-year terms, so they do like about a third of them... Um, are up for election every two years. I'm sorry, so in this... November 3rd. I'm sorry, November 3rd. So on November 3rd, um, the Georgia Senate seats were up for re-election as well. And the vote was so close that um, they had to do a runoff. And they had to have only the two like top candidates so they could find a majority. Um the reason why it was so important is because with the rest of the sort of election on November 3rd, um, the Congress or the Senate was 48 to 50 Democrat to Republican. So Republicans still held the majority. But if they could win these two seats in the Senate race in Georgia, then it would be 50-50. And that tie is split. By Kamala Harris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vice President splits the tie. 
Exactly. So now um, we're in a situation where uh, Democrats either need people to cross party lines to kill a vote, but any one Democrat that crosses that line can kill a vote still. If they get one Democrat to cross party lines and vote with the Republican side, then that will mean that nothing can be done again. I think that's very unlikely, though. The division there is pretty strong right now. So, Well, you say that, but they, sh- they should be. The entire point of the Senate is it's like... It's where you have cross-party communication and cross-party talks and, like, cooperation. That's the plan. That's the reason why they yeah. six-year terms. Because they don't have to worry about re-election so much. Yeah, I know that's what it's supposed to be, but... It it never works that way. It never works that way. It's like we always say about abolishing political parties because it never does work that way because everyone wants to keep their position in a party or try to work their way higher up and doesn't want to upset people or upset their voting base. Yeah. Well, they're all politicians, aren't they? But I think that this administration will do it. I think they'll be able to sort of What's the word for it? I think they'll, they'll calm everything a bit. Yeah. Which seems to happen every time there's... Actually, it didn't happen every time there's a Democrat, I was going to say. Because, like, you've had it since... Because the first president I remember is George W. Bush. The sort of legacy of him, for me, was Iraq. The Iraq War. And him being called a war criminal and the tensions rising that way. Then you had Obama come in. And he was very great for the Democrats, but he was very polarizing for the Republicans. Um, you can't you can't make it more like volatile than it is at the moment. No, but I still think Obama did a fair fair amount of stuff. He didn't do as much as he wanted to, but that was because he was his balls were being gripped firmly by the... Didn't do a lot economically for, like, the lower classes, though. He still kind of was on that corporate dick. Well, yeah, but... So is Joe Biden. Exactly, and that's why I don't like any of these left-wing people. All right, Russell Brand, calm it. (laughs) I don't know, is that what Russell Brand says? Wait, you don't know about Russell Brand's political thing? That he's done. Have you ever heard of the trues? The true news. Trues. No, what? (laughs) I don't know. I don't follow Russell Brand. Oh, you need to. I'm going to try and find a good, quick video. Yes, he's made a video, Capitol Hill, Who's to Blame? But he's basically a political commentator now. (laughs) Everyone has got... This is what me and you are doing, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but you wouldn't have thought from his um, standpoint, from from where he was. Um, Yeah, anyways, going back to the actual, the subject of the podcast, the Georgia runoffs to start with. Yeah. Um, Have you seen about how um, Stacey Abrams, do you know about Stacey Abrams? No, to be honest with me, I don't know too much about the whole situation. So, if we look at Georgia specifically, like as a place, 
um, they've been completely flipped from Republican to Democrat. And Biden and a lot of other people are solely putting it down to Stacey Abrams, this one person. Um, She ran for... She ran for governor in 2018 and lost. And then decided to put all of her efforts into... Um, basically just encouraging black people to vote. So she worked on voter registration, made that as easy as possible, made, like, did what she can to sort of promote registering to vote and all this stuff. She also um, basically just ran loads of campaigns saying, get out to vote, go and vote. Yeah. If you're a black person, you need to vote because they're underrepresented and there's suppression, they're being suppressed and all this stuff in Georgia. Yeah. And yeah. because she did that, she handed the Republican, sorry, the the presidential um, electoral college votes. They, she handed the electoral college votes from Georgia to Biden, which gave Biden the presidency essentially. And she's gotten Orsoff and Warnock into the Senate, which has then given the Senate to the Democrats. So that one person is basically just completely shifted the entire political landscape from Republicans to Democrat. Oh, that's good. People should be getting out and voting. I find it crazy how little people actually vote. But but then we'll still moan about the outcomes and how... Or they'll say, I don't care about politics, and then we'll moan about something that is like... Oh, I think it sucks how, like, this issue, like, I don't know, minimum wage or something like that. I ain't getting paid enough. It sucks. It's like... That's politics. Maybe you should have voted on that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair to some of the people in America, like, they do have some quite weird laws that are um, sort of, what's the word, delicately applied to certain populations to suppress their vote. Like, voter suppression is a big thing in America. Do you know about gerrymandering? Yeah, I was about to say, what, like, gerrymandering? That's the type of thing, but also making them have um, voter ID, like, photo ID when they go to vote. Well, a lot of black people don't have photo IDs. And they know that, and that's why they put that rule into place, is to try and sort of... Because they know if if every black person voted, they would lose. So they've just tried to cut down on the black people's ability to vote. So, to be fair to them, the black people, they, they do have... It's not like it's um, as easy as it is for me or you to go and vote. Well, I mean, we still have to register to vote here, though. No, we register to vote, sure. But when you go to vote, you don't have to have anything other than your polling card. I think re- even registering to vote is uh, stupid. But yeah, oh, so, so they have to have actual ID when they go. Well, a lot of them do, and a lot of them don't have the ID that they support. That's stupid, that's the, that's the other thing. Is it specific IDs as well? So if you don't have the specific ID or you don't get it in time, then you're screwed. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I I think that's ridiculous. I even think registering to vote is stupid because in the great nation of Norway, Scott, um, when you turn eighteen. The, you're automatically registered to vote because of, surprisingly enough, the government has your records anyway, and they know how old you are and where you live and what you do, so you automatically are registered to vote. No, it's the one where they know which public information, how much you earn, isn't it? Everything. But in America, 
You have to have a social security number, don't you? Yeah. So the government knows all your stuff, don't they? Social security is sort of used as an ID when it really shouldn't be. If that makes no, it sense. it shouldn't like, be, but secure. like... So shouldn't people just like, I don't know... What they need Be registered is... to vote, like, automatically? Do you know what I mean? It should be an yeah, automatic process. Got... As soon as you turn 18, you're registered to vote. There's no reason the other problem... than trying to stop people voting to not have people automatically registered to vote. Because as I say, in the number one most democratic country in this world, Norway, you're automatically registered to 18. But of course, they would call that... The, the sort of position of America is that, that socialism, they don't want to have the government on their back all the time. It's not socialism, though, is it? It's democracy, because this is a democratic problem, not a socialist problem. But then, aren't a lot of Norway's policies socialist? A lot of them are, but, like, socialism's to do with, like, economics. Yeah, yeah. That's not an economic thing. That is literally just a a democracy thing. Like, let's get a more fair representative vote. Yeah, but it goes to that it's the sort of the attitude of the government. It's a bigger government. It's sort of got more... Like if Norway... If Norway citizens decided, right, that's it, I don't want to... I don't want these people in charge. I'm going to... We're going to have a revolution. Then the government already have a significant amount of information on them. They do in America, though. Like what... Like the... It's been proven that like they was listening to all their conversations and emails. Like the American government has yeah, spying on its people. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't exactly well recepted there. Yeah, but the American government already do have all that. Yeah, but they don't know it. As long as the American people don't know, they don't. The care. American government already knows all the people that live. That not all the people, but all the American government already knows the people that live in their country. Don't know. I'm sure to to get a job, they need a social security number and. To have to pay your taxes and stuff like that. So if you're doing all that stuff, there's no there's no reason if you're yeah, doing all 90, those things. 99% of people, but there's that 1% of people who are, um, maybe they're immigrants, maybe they just weren't, for whatever reason, put on to, like, some of them don't, I think, have birth certificates even. Well, isn't that just like a poor system in their country then? Shouldn't they be having birth certificates and being put on systems and... This is where it's like the the challenge for them is at what point is America taking away freedom versus um, sort of supporting social programs and everything. I'm giving like, them. Um, I'm saying that's a given of freedom. Excluding someone the right to vote because they haven't registered is a take is, is a is a blocking or obstruction of a uh, freedom. Of, of of freedom. Yeah, if yeah. you're automatically allowed to vote then that's giving you a freedom. But they are, everyone's allowed to register to vote. So it's but you not... should automatically be registered to vote. I can see why they don't want that, because they don't want the overreaching arm of everyone knowing, the government knowing where everyone are. It's... But they, they already do, and giving people the red, automatic registration to vote doesn't let the government know exactly where you are and what you're doing. No, but it's like a, it's a register of all people. They if don't the government know you're a citizen... If the government know you're a citizen... Then you should automatically register to vote. Yes. Uh, if you're, if they know you're a citizen, yes, but they, you can avoid having a social. They security know all these people number. are citizens. Well, all these people have social security numbers, and they have bank accounts, and they have, they have, um, they pay bank taxes accounts. They stuff. shouldn't know about bank accounts. 
But no, but they, they they have income coming in and out, don't they? So they the government knows money, that you have money going to your account, money coming Only out. Only if account, it goes above they, a significant amount. Because they need to know your taxes, don't they? So the government does. No, you fill out your own taxes in America. You do your own taxes in America. Even if you're like working for a company. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't think so. I think it's just if you're self-employed, like here. I can definitely see the American government and the American media portraying automatic vote registration as a violation of freedoms exactly, because they don't want yeah. it to happen. But that it isn't a violation of freedoms. It is yeah, a given so of freedoms. It's giving you your voice available to you. All Americans have to file their own taxes. Do they? There are agencies which will do it for you. But it's not your employer's responsibility. It's your responsibility to have someone do it. That's part of what your employer does. That's part of what your employer does. But um, it's an individual thing. Are you sure? That is ridiculous. Yeah. What a terrible way to run a country. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm talking for the government side. If you want to get revenue from your people, why, why... Are you doing it that way? Every other country does it the way where, like, they automatically, your employer knows how much they paid you, so your employer can take it, and then it's automatically done for you. The justification is twofold. So the first one is the employer shouldn't um, be able to know what tax breaks and what sort of levies you get. But they and the second pay thing you, is, so they do know it, because they pay you money. But they don't. They don't, because they pay you... Imagine if we got paid uh, the gross amount and then we had to um, file our own tax for the net amount. Yeah, but the company, like, that's how they do it here. The company knows so much because they pay us. But they don't. They just get the gross amount. They have to pay the net amount separate. Well, yeah, but like, so the, if, the, government, if the, company the company pays know. you 40 grand a year, yeah, yeah, then the company knows that you get 40 grand a year so the company can tax. But different money. people have different tax exemptions and different sort of things. What that are not related to income? Like if you've got, well, if you've got children, there's a tax break, I believe. If you if you're married, I believe there's a tax break. The employer shouldn't have to know that. But the employer does know all that stuff. You generally put all that when you apply for jobs and things. Not necessarily. And then the other side of it is that the government shouldn't know how much you're earning. I mean, you have to put it into your tax statements, but. So, I, I don't know. I don't really see an argument against it when, like, that's how the rest of the world does it and it works. Like, that's oh, how yeah, do absolutely. It here. absolutely. It works that's perfectly not, fine here. I'm not saying it's an argument against it. I'm just saying that's that's where they come from. Well, it's all because, I mean, to be fair, you could see America as being more like the EU. Nah, it's all because of the rich white guys in the 1700s didn't want to pay as much money, wasn't it? That's why, the go- that's why their government can't take as much money off them and they haven't got the... All that, all those institutions yeah, yeah. that employ. They wanted civil because... liberties. They wanted well, no. in place to avoid. They didn't the want civil liberties. They they wanted their money for themselves and not to answer to yeah. the British Crown. A certain select few rich white fellas. That's what it was. It wasn't civil liberties because poor women, non-landowners, black people. It wouldn't be going to the Crown because they would have independence in seventeen seventy-seven. No, well, no, 70, that's what I'm saying. Seventeen hundreds. They had independence. Well, end of seventeen hundreds. Yeah. Yeah. But like that's why they went for it in the seventeen hundreds. Was it the end of the seventeen hundreds? Seventeen seventy six is um 
when America got their independence. I thought that was a civil war. Yeah, 1776, fair play. Yeah. So, it literally was the rich landowners in America didn't want to keep paying money to the British crown, especially about representation, which is fair enough, but still. So they broke away and got their freedom from the from uh, Great Britain via that taxation way. without representation. Yes, but it wasn't for civil liberties because women, uh, non landowners, and black people and homosexual people still couldn't um, have any rights or any any oh yeah any form of yeah. say or representation. Oh. It was yeah. just those rich fellows. So the whole thing is not based on like protecting the people from big from big governments or communist regimes and stuff. The whole thing is based upon rich landowners keeping their money to themselves. Yeah, but that's still a group of people which are the population of people that can vote, if that makes sense. They want the the power to be more with the people, even if that people doesn't include women and black people because it was sexist and racist at that time. So they want the power to be with the bourgeois then. Yeah, Um, because that's what's called the people. And as you talk about in terms of the French Revolution, which was just 10 years later, um, you had the, the free estates, you had the clergy, the bourgeois, and the peasantry. And they all all wanted different things for their own groups of people. And it was very much the bourgeois didn't want the didn't want um wanted different things to the peasantry because of that. In um in Hamilton I'm pretty sure this happened as well. Thomas Jefferson was the sort of federalist. He's the one that wanted it to be sort of the states to be separate and as separate as possible. And Hamilton wanted to bring everything together in a financial plan that would sort of be um, bring the states into like being more united. Uh, oh yeah, and also the other um, big reason why it's sort of like a vote, which is a lot more a lot better for sort of black Americans was because Raphael is the first Georgian senator to be black. So it's is landmarks like in terms of. Well, a lot of a lot of stuff's gone wrong in America over the past sort of two weeks. Yeah. Or in the in the past week. Um, <laughs> it feels like it's it feels like it's ten weeks. Um, but um, the it was it was a very very good election for black people in Georgia, which it is was. good. Like, and sort of. Extended out to sort of all black people in America, it's a very big win for them. So yeah, it's yeah. good. It is good. That was good news this week. You won't have seen it, but there was good news. <laughs> yeah, it just proves that uh, going out to vote and voter turnout is very important. Mm. Because if all these people didn't go out to vote, like the, it would have just been to Republicans and. It wouldn't have been a fair representative vote of the people in the state. So yeah, essentially Nancy Pelosi has will have this sort of dividing say on what happens. That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. In her in her office, we've all had a good look at that now. Yeah. <laughs> did I say Nancy Pelosi? Yes, you did. You meant? Did you mean Kamala Harris? Yeah, I meant Kamala Harris. 
we'll have you know, maybe we'll get to see her office soon maybe you never know <laughs> yeah now we've spent about 10 minutes talking about the um we're 10 minutes into the episode let's talk about the capital building <laughs> yes the capital building so what do you know about how it happened and went down and I don't know a lot. I know that Trump had a rally mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. was designed to be on the 6th, which just yeah. happened to coincide with the Georgia runoff day, which is interesting. Yeah. Well, it's also the day that... um The election was being verified by the Senate and Congress, and, wasn't it? Yeah, and that was the key thing, wasn't it? Mm. It just happened to be on the same day as the election. Weird, isn't it? Um, but as part of that, they decided, Trump decided that he wanted to do a demonstration. So asked people to march down to the Capitol. And I did say to be peaceful, but he was very, um, Did he say to be peaceful? I'm pretty sure he did. I've not, I've not seen that reported anywhere. Did you watch the video? I've seen parts of it. I usually get my news for, uh, from the BBC. Yeah, but I'll show it quick. Because I don't trust American news outlets at all, so I usually go to the BBC. Well, I, I just watch them uncut. Um, I think he said to be peaceful. He definitely didn't say to be violent. But he said he was going to march them down there. Which is hilarious, because he said he would lead the march down there. Yeah. And sc- Guttled off back in his motorcade to the White House. He's a slimy asshole, isn't he? Yeah. Now is it? You have to. You have to be strong. But you said that we're going to cheer for them. He never said to do. He never actually said, "Go and break into the thing." He just said you have to show strength and all this stuff. There you go. He didn't actually say to go. It was inciting it, but not sort of. Yeah, he he, incite, he did incite violence on the capital, for sure. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so that happened. Then they marched down Pennsylvania Avenue to the Capitol building. Um, and was it ever peaceful? I think it was ever peaceful. They just went over there and smashed it up. I know there was protesters outside for a bit. There was, um, yeah. then they broke through the barricades. Wow, this is the thing, Scott. This is the thing. Is the other, aside from what they did being wrong, was how it was handled by the police and the security there. With their, with the, with their very racist undertones to it. Yeah. And how 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 they had, like, two... I've heard people call it two... Paul, uh, Paul Blart mall cops down there basically trying to stop this whole like, riot of people. Almost like they were letting them through into a concert and people were they were letting them walk in and go in towards the building. When if you see the images from Black Lives Matter protesting uh, around DC and the amount of armed guards and people they had for that, it's like night and day. Yeah. And it, it, it raises the question as to why were there so few guards? Why were there so late to be more guards to help? Why was there no actual police to help this? Why were they just allowed to walk through the building? Because they were doing Trump's bidding. 
when if the Black Lives Matter protesters even just have a peaceful protest, there's people armed to the teeth and like loads and loads of police armed to the teeth. It's even like the Lafayette Square. Um, did you see the Lafayette Square protests? I'm pretty sure we talked about it. No, I won't be able to remember by name. Um, it was the one where there was in. Do you remember President Trump wanted a a photo op? And so he marched through. Um, he sort he did a speech, I believe, on the Rose Garden. Then was like, right now we're all going to go to this church that I really like. Um, take some pictures and me holding a Bible upside down. But in doing that, he had to walk through Lafayette Square, where there was peaceful protests. Yeah. And so he sent the National Guard. Uh, oh, sorry, he sent the DC police, or he sent a team essentially, all dressed in sort of like black cadding and everything like that, very heavily sort of militarized, um, to send away the peaceful protesters uh, using force. So he used force to clear peaceful protesters away so he could walk through and get a picture. Wasn't it thought that the reason why the National Guard wasn't sent is because they answered to Trump, or did Trump block the National Guard in some way? Um, So I've just been sort of looking into it, and it looks like um, Trump initially resisted um, to sending the National Guard, and Mike Pence was the one that was took the lead and sent them. Yeah, because they've fully fallen out now, haven't they, Pence and Trump? I imagine so. Oh, mate, he, he unfollowed him on Twitter, Scott. Come on. Well, Trump doesn't have a Twitter now. But before that, before that. Yeah? Yeah, they unfollowed oh each other God. on Twitter. Oh, my God. Since... Oh! How is this the American... How is this the top levels of American politics? You know they've fallen out by unfollowing on Twitter. I think Pence was seeing that Trump was going too far with all this, and he was just like, well, I don't want to like be excluded from politics forever. I'm just going <laughs> to... I'm going to slide away from this and be like, I no, no, Biden won. Because Pence was saying Biden won. <laughs> By the way, this doesn't in no way mean I like Pence at all. He is an evil piece of crap. He shouldn't be anywhere near office. Oh, yeah, he believes in electroshock therapy for gay people, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, Trump said to have told Pence, I don't want to be your friend. After Vice President refused to block the Biden's election certification. How? How is this the top levels of American democracy? I don't want to be your friend, so I'm going to follow you on Twitter. Ah, oh, Christ. It's, it's also, that was, his, that was Donald Trump's one way that he could have got himself pardoned, was to Article 25 to put Pence in charge and then Pence pardons him. But um, the 25th Amendment, um, Pence can use that to remove Trump from office, can't he? Mm. Um, so, yeah, uh, Pence was the one that, um, yeah, it looks like they've fallen out. Um, and Pence uh, was the one that sent in the National Guard. But unfortunately, didn't um, four people get shot? Uh, two people have died that I'm aware of. I know one of the the police or the guards died. Yeah, and the other one was uh, one of the protesters. Yeah, a woman got shot in the neck. 
Yeah, I know died. four of the protesters got shot. Let's not even call them protesters, isn't it? Because they're not protesting. No, they're more rioting. Yeah. I don't know. What's the correct word for them? I mean, I've seen the word insurrection be used. Terrorists. Yeah, terror. That perfect terrorists, domestic terrorists, absolutely. Yeah, well, there they are. Aren't they? <laughs> they're, they're using force and violence uh, for their political ideologies to cause terror. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> terrorists. So yeah, one of the terrorists got shot, which is, um, I mean, it is what it is. What was their name? It was Ashley Bennett, I want to say. Babbitt. Ashley Babbitt, right? I've seen some sort of Republican commentator saying that she was executed because she wasn't armed. And... Um, and because she wasn't armed, she shouldn't have been shot. Now, my counter to that is, if you don't want to be shot, don't be with hundreds of other people storming a federal building. Don't attack someone with a gun if you don't want to get shot. Well, no, she didn't have a gun. She was unarmed. No, but she had. She was trying to attack someone who had a gun. Yeah, yeah. Well, who was barricaded in a room saying... Get back, get back, get back. Yeah. Ridiculous. Imagine that. Imagine dying for Donald Trump. Oh, that's a hell of a legacy. Oof. Oof. I mean, I don't think anyone should have died. But then no one should have stormed the Capitol. You don't want people to die, but you don't want people to tear down democracy. If I go up to one of the... Um, Queen's Guard well, the Queen's being transported and I go and punch one of them likely not going to end well for me no you accept the consequences of the actions that you take it's not I wouldn't say it was the Capitol Police's fault for shooting her she, he was just protecting himself it's just a shame that it's the Capitol Police who are also um, not the best a lot of them Shame that one of them died. So, again, they've murdered someone in political activism, so they are terrorists. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There's, there's no doubt about it. They're terrorists. Do you think... Have you seen, though, that they... The amount of bragging they've been doing? Probably, because they're stupid. <laughs> Literally, you've got people like... You must have seen the one of the, the woman that was maced. And she was like, they they maced me? And the person behind the camera was oh, what were you doing? She was like, we're trying to storm the capital because it's a revolution. And he's like, what's, what's your name? Why are you from? She's like, my name is blah, 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 blah. And I'm from blah, 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 blah. It's like, Jesus Christ, you're committing an act of terror and then telling everyone where you are, what, <laughs> what your name is. <laughs> like, oh, all these people need to be arrested. Oh, absolutely. And, and Donald Trump. They need, Donald Trump needs to go to jail for basically treason. It's treason. Honestly, November... Sorry, uh, January 19th, there's going to be a flight leaving this... leaving America with Donald Trump and he's never coming back. 